Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Podcast. This is the back of the bus session. Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Back of the Bus Sessions Podcast. Today's quite a strange time because I've hijacked my guest. <laughs> he had no, no idea. No one can believe it. I can't believe him here. <laughs> he had no idea he was doing a podcast. He turned up here so I could put logic onto his uh, Mac. And then I was like, yeah, you're coming in the bus, aren't you? He's like, yeah, yeah, why? I just got on the bus, sat down, and then I'm like, get behind your mic then. You're like, I've what am coaxed. I doing? I've been coaxed. <laughs> Tricked Trail into of cho- it. chocolate biscuits and I'm here. <laughs> but thank God I'm stuck on the bus, though, with the main man who we all love. We met him on this podcast before. Everyone told me great things about this podcast and i love you mate so it's tpji yeah! i love you mate I, introductions like that you don't get them anywhere else I wish, very... I wish i could be woken up in the morning like that let's <laughs> start my day off brilliantly could you really deal with my voice every morning that's the question yeah i might, might put it on sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> not yet mikey not that not in that mood at the minute <laughs> hey up, mate how you doing no, there, there is something in that though because my me and my friend we used to do um there's a module at uni called organizational behavior okay. just about mindset and how people work of course and you did. Uh, yeah <laughs> um, <humor>. <laughs> there was um we coined it the gladiator pose but you, there's just there's, there's a ted talk actually mm-hmm. um and this lady's going on about um, to feel good in the morning yeah so you can just look yourself in the mirror and just just do that. Go for it. Just that. go like that. Do you have to say anything? We can in your mind or uh, your, your, own, your own mantra. Just I'm going to get hijacked today on the bus, <laughs> and it will happen. And it, you just feel take it all as it yeah. comes. Um, that sounds nice. It, it worked for a bit. I, I know the other way. Do you know if you let things amount and say you go to the bathroom, then you spill some toothpaste down you. Yeah. Go back to the bed, stub your toe. Accumulative you, negativity. Yeah, that's yeah. It. is that the word? I've just made that up. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's working for me. It's, that's annoying though because every time I come up with a psychology or philosophy, yeah. there's always a. It's in a book somewhere, a hundred years ago. Yeah, like, well, I mean, that's, I mean, that, it's kind of comforting I to know that. that was that, the smart one. Yeah, but it's good to know that like, your mind is thinking like how that has been thought before. If you know, yeah, what I mean. it's that, like, that is cool. Um, Newton said like on the shoulders of giants, and that's, you mm. can't take credit for the work. He's standing on the shoulders of, of previous giants of physics and stuff. Well, that's rather beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's actually in a new TPGI lyric that, uh, oh. that thinking. That's why I've gone, gone on to that. That's funny um, as well. When I'm really getting on it for the morning, mm. I remember I worked in South Africa in this sanctuary, yeah. and I was that morning man, and we have to get up at like R4. And everyone caught... It was a guy, Alec Baldwin, right. on Friends. <laughs> Have you ever seen his appearance is on the, Friends? The, is it the itchy chicken box, or is that, um, is that two and a half men bloke, I Charlie Sheen? Alec Baldwin on Friends is the guy... Is, if it is Alec Baldwin, it might be another actor, but it's one of the guys. He's <laughs> right, one so of the it's Baldwin completely vague fellas. on one of the episodes, a few episodes of Friends. <laughs> Watch this episode, but the guy... It's the person that everything's just amazing. He's just like, right. oh my God! Oh no, yes, that's yes. So, I, is it Alec Phoebe. Baldwin? Yeah, I think everyone called me Alec Baldwin by the right. end of that they were just like were you sure or? not everything's amazing yeah 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 it's quite an overused word especially in my vocabulary amazing that's a good thing though that's a good thing oh my god <laughs> what was the uh, what was the sanctuary the san- it was a primate sanctuary I was looking oh, after right. like baboons and what the little uh, uh, capuchins they're not the little that. little I ones know, I didn't even know what... marmosets that's the, oh right yeah okay the tiny little marmosets back to uh, friends <laughs> that's uh, Marcel isn't it really yeah, no he's a capuchin know... oh he has a capuchin yeah that's a capuchin they're more on the films because they're quite well trainable well uh, like hangover and an education yeah. <laughs> I didn't, didn't expect either of those today <laughs> that, it was a, a wonderful place to work for it's in the heart of um, Pretoria right really out the way i don't know how i ended up there i think it was one of my ex ex partners okay saw it online we went for a month and then when i was there for the month i I can't go home yeah so she went back i came back for a week and i was like i've got to go back wow. <laughs> it was too special yeah so i came bumbling back over and started a new life over there that's There's crazy. some good stories from yeah 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 i remember one day though I don't know if I've ever said this uh, story on the podcast. Exclusive. It's an exclusive. exclusive. For the- <laughs> Get on Patreon. <laughs> Give me a quid. <laughs> we, I was uh, cooking dinner for everyone. Um, everyone was on shift. Some had gone out for the day. And it was just me in on my own. And suddenly, I hear the biggest screech just coming up. Tire tracks. Right. And I look over. And there's... Four South African workers with shotguns, like 
proper guns. Right. And then I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm, we're going to get everything taken off yeah. us. I might die. I'd come to this conclusion. It's, it's not the nicest story, so I'll put a little precursor for that. Yep. But then one of my friends got out of the car and she nearly got kidnapped. Okay. So they actually, I thought they were coming to kill me. Yeah. But they'd actually just saved her life. Okay. So there was a car, we'd always talk, her name was Maria and she was only five foot, nothing, mm. literally the tiniest girl, but she was like that, Maria, I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> she was okay. really fun. Yeah. But she, sometimes you say to women when you're traveling, and I've done quite a lot, just don't go out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. we you know you're you, going to be fine. We know you're cool. We know you know traveling. Right. But this is South Africa. Yeah. It's probably best to just not yeah. do what you do. Mm. And anyway, she did went, she went walking on her own one day. And the, there'd been a, a car pull over to the side. Somebody got out to drag her in. And literally, as she's getting dragged into this car, h- halfway in the car, the other car stopped, swerved. And just battered this bloke. Mm. But it was horrible because then they've got their own law system there. It's, right. it's lawless and the, the yeah. police are quite corrupt. So they decide to be vigilantes. So they got Maria in the car and then the, t- the car had shut off with all his mates. But the guy, uh, they caught him. And now they're like, back here and they're like, uh, now we are going to go and kill him. Oh, right. And I'm like... I'm pleading yeah, yeah, with this gang yeah. of lads, please don't. Yeah. The farmer gets out and he's like, this is how we deal with this in South Africa. This yeah, is what yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no, lad, please, guys, Whoa. this isn't good. So everyone come running around the corner. This isn't good. This is That's not good. And honestly, man, like his face was to the side. Yeah. Uh, the cable tied him. I think he'd soiled himself. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was horrid. Right. Um, and then my partner at the time as well made another girl out. <laughs> I was living dream in South Africa. I was monkeying rich. around. No, I, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Cheeky monkey. <laughs> and then uh, they, she came round. All the friends, everyone just started swarming, and we were just pleading for about half an hour to not kill this guy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> please don't kill him. Took him to the police station. So dealing with it, how we deal with it. And within an hour, he just got out. He just paid some money got back out back on the streets no problems that's, at all so crazy. it then did make you question the law system and the yeah and maybe the, and those men had come to their conclusion about what they wanted to do out of uh, their own mischief experience yeah, 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 what they're yeah. going through so honest oh, that was one moment where i thought amazing mike needs it was to, game over yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and to be fair he kept maria and my pot partner at the time and a few of the girls they're at the uh, police station for hours mm. just having to go through this cycle and he'd just gone i was like oh that's corruption that is crazy but it was a i, I love south africa yeah i think that's i like feeling on edge right you see, i love that you see feeling. i i've been um but I, I, it, was a, it was just a rugby tour with, mm. with the school like secondary school like lads parents even there's a lot going to wales yeah like, well yeah but it was it's still a million of miles from what you, what you you probably went through yeah or experienced even um i mean our roughest night was just a bit of a rough rugby hostel like, yeah. it wasn't wasn't that bad um but what, yeah it was what um, was the um quality of competition out there oh was crazy really like, good we, we kings i think i said before we went to kings um Really good school, really good rugby school. Mm. Um, we had some like big boys there, some like like seriously some boys that like taken rugby to a high level, played mm. for Leicester Tigers and all that kind of stuff. Amazing. Um, not me. Not Could me you have got to that level? Do you think? Oh. Did you go NLD level? Well, no. In a, in a word, no. My story with rugby was was that that like lonely fat kid wanting to try something out. Can't then, see you as the lonely fat kid oh, ever, man. Mike, you I talk to I was, you in I've, the most I've beautiful of ways things. to everyone. I'm like, he's like six foot somewhere. He's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> Mike, I've evolved right? since then. I've evolved <laughs> since then. But this kid, not knowing what he's doing, fat as hell. Yeah, a bit of rugby. Like met a few friends through that. Then got better and better and better. Captain one of the teams, the second team oh. for Kings eventually. But I think if I was as good as I was maybe two years earlier than I left, mm. I would have made it to a better better level. But um, no. But I didn't mind about that. I, Any I of your old mates end up playing onwards then? Um, got a cu- I've, got, I've got a couple of mates. Um, the thing is with the Kings, that they were really good at rugby, but then also really clever. So, oh, yeah, so like yeah. one of my one of my close <laughs> mates. We not keep getting running into people for money, like <laughs> yeah, banging yeah. me head. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing with, with with the rugby and the football thing. There's a lot less money in in rugby mm. than than football, but then there's also more. 
in the middle of that, you could probably get quite a good job with the qualifications you've got mm. outside of sport and do that instead. So the rugby stayed as a back burner passion. And it is just a better sport in general. It is, it is, it is. <laughs> the but, respect's there. Yeah. I, I've got myself stuck in an algorithm at the minute on right. YouTube. Okay. But it's, it just suggested one day rugby, and I had a whole day off. It was near Christmas time. Yeah. I thought, oh, I really miss my old derby days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have a look. And I'm looking at biggest hits, and then it's going into <laughs> rugby fights. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. after you've clicked six of them, that's all you get I given. <laughs> but I can't get away from it. Because yeah, yeah. they're so good. It's brutal. Yeah. It feeds apart my animalistic nature and soul. I'm just like that's. I'm the. I, I love people. I love being nice. I yeah. love compassion. But there's something deep rooted in me that cannot have like just normality. It needs, like I said before, that bit buzz, of chaos. A yeah. bit of chaos. But, I mean, they're the same. That those those guys that are like smacking each other at the end. They'll they'll be shaking hands. Best mates. Yeah, at the end mm. they'll be shaking hands. Um, but yeah, my rug was all right. I was competent on the field, and I was all right. Mm. Um, but the, the, did you ever? To- sorry, did you ever play at Gulliver's by any chance? Did you go? Cause it's the tournament that you play, right. then you get to play at Twickenham. Oh, uh, maybe. I think that we think there was like a sevens arrangement for that. And then oh, me being a sevens. porkier kid, you didn't sevens, get to play sevens. sevens and, I mean, it sounds like such a, a violin heartbreak story. I played but, sevens once, and, right? It's, it's, oh, it's a lot of running, a lot of cardio. I'd love it now. <laughs> Ten I, minutes but, in, and I was like, "Can can I go back to yeah. pop forward, please?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think that, that that was a good that was a good thing. We, there was we, like um, a... we won that twice. Oh uh, right, okay. Honestly, Derby team, I ended up getting booted out because I couldn't keep up with that level. Yeah, I played for. 10 I was around mm. 10 years old and then kept going to 16 17 maybe I was 8 but I think we only lost twice in the whole time that's crazy and one of the times we lost I got put in the B team we had a B right. C and D team and that broke my heart so I just left after yeah. that and yeah. that all the other players did get scouted and it was England and yeah, Leicester yeah, yeah. and all that but the um, the tours we had, the times I've had with it, the the friends I made, it will never be forgotten. And it was some of the exactly. best times of my life. Yeah, yeah. But I do. I remember playing at such a high level and not losing. So I'd not lost. I'd not learnt the ability to lose. Right. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and everything come crashing down from being put into a B team where it was win one, we yeah, lose another. Yeah, yeah. Too much for me. Really? <laughs> I, well, like, yeah, I can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only know win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, so, but I've learnt it in time, and I think yeah. it's a great thing to be able to pass on to my daughter and so on. Uh, yeah, the the time we lost was the third time we played. Um, it might have been Norwich and then Braintree. Have you heard of yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good at yeah. our level. And we lost by, I think it was a point. Oh, and we'd never done it before. Strange, and we, yeah. we we got kicked out of the tournament. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of it now. <laughs> this <It's>... hot coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I, I played for Kings and I played for Newark, Newark as well. Right. Um, and Newark side was really good, really good as they well. They were at your age, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, we had... Um, it's the NLD, isn't it? Yeah. Nottinghamshire, Leicestershire, and Derbyshire. Uh, I think we won that three, tw- two or three times Ooh. in our. Um, but then the competition gets a, gets a bit too far in between the parents on both sides. I tell of the you what, and, that's and the worst. The egging isn't on it? and all that kind of stuff, and just the slights and the stuff that's just not needed. It's, it, it it got a bit a bit too much for me and, and silly. I think <laughs> my dad is the most calm, civil man you'll ever meet. Yeah. And one day, I remember we'd had a, a mall. And then one of their players was horrible, and he just had me by the throat, but he was trying to choke me out. Right. And my dad ran on the pitch. <laughs> he's, he's got like a, a 14-year-old in his arms, yeah, yeah, yeah. yanking him about. <laughs> Get off of my son. So, the, the most proud I've ever felt of my dad in a moment now. I was yeah, like, yeah, that, that's yeah. what that's we nice, want. That's <laughs> he was going that's, mental. That's incredible. That's but incredible. S- s- seeing him in sport, because he was a semi-pro footballer. Right. And then he went back to play at Veterans for, like, Hina Town, which was sort of semi-pro. And uh, just seeing him turn on a pitch, is this yeah. an evil human? It's, it's a level of professionalism, isn't it, really, when you, when you, when you do that? It seems like, like boxers and stuff, when mm. they finish... Well, MMA is more, more so for me, because, like, obviously you get properly messed up in, in an MMA fight yeah, and yeah. You, you're choked, you've got the sweat and blood all over you and then at the end, like, Conor McGregor will go, yeah, it was a fair fight, like, with um, the cowboy. I can't remember what his actual name is. P- P- cowboy Cerrone? Yeah. Um, uh, or Nate Diaz? No, yeah, I think it was Cerrone was his last fight when he yeah. had those elbows mm, and that, that was, like, was with cool. the head kick, yeah, but even then, like, the it was Cerrone's grandma, I think, was or auntie or something came in the ring just and Conor was just in. like, yeah, that massive respect for that. Um, he's fighting again, actually, this, this month. McGregor? Mm. Who's he fighting? Um, begins with a P. Oh yeah, a it's P O I 
R E R. Poirier. Yeah, yeah. Poirier, it's, but it's I've been before, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 a bit of bad blood, though. I, I must admit, I nearly only follow it because of how much I respect Joe Rogan. Right. Like, this is grind and how he's like. Just, I think it was three years ago, but every so often, I'm listening to the podcast because. I'm finding information, people I'd never listened to, yeah, neuroscientists, yeah. agricultural, all yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, they just gets anyone, yeah. But then every so often he had um, an MMA week. Okay. Because that's obviously his thing. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I've got to listen to that. Yeah. I've been listening in, hearing all these names, but the enthusiasm and the passion that he expressed through it, yeah. I was like, do you know what? I've got to check it out. Yeah, What's yeah, kicking yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched a few fights and it fed that nature of me. Yeah, again. yeah, I yeah. Like, animalistic nature. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really so good. I do, I thank it for Joe Rogan to that. I, uh, I've got a bone to pick with Joe Rogan though. Oh, come on. Um, I'm in. <laughs> I've got to protect him. If he's, if he's listening, if yeah. he's listening. Um, Not Spotify thing, is it? No, no, okay. no, no. Um, it's an advert he does for um, a vitamin tablet. Oh. And it's called I can't I can't remember what it's called because it's like brain alpha brain alpha brain yeah mm. and I don't know because he's also so quick to critique those kind of things when it comes to health and fitness like eat, eat your stuff that you need to eat and train hard like mm. it's your last day on earth and all that kind of stuff and then suddenly he's bringing in this yeah but this is genuinely making my brain function at a higher capacity fire from all cylinders yeah so and I, I just it. it just it just a bit do you um, believe in or um, have the ethos just wholesome foods or do you think supplementation is you see. I, added. I, but the bit of hypocrisy what I said there but, but mm. I mean yes I mean my favourite shop is Holland and Barrett now. okay so you like, do like 100% I've been in there I went in there the, yeah I went, went in there the other week and had like probably like a 40 minute conversation with this lady mm. just so different because I take collagen now yeah, it's yeah, good for the I've skin good for, for like, um, like joint recovery and stuff like mm. that um, in... there's a difference between bovine and marine collagen apparently okay um, and apparently the marine collagen is better for you so have that. I've been advised it a lot, for, yeah. Especially for joint. I just Joints, feel yeah. in the in the cold at the minute. Yeah, I'm really aching. I'm 27, man. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely get, get some go. It gets some yeah. uh, collagen um, and like cod liver oil. Um, this thing is called ginseng. I take that as well. Okay. Uh, that's like a. Um, so ca- carry on then towards the the supplementation. Yeah. And why, why you've struggling with joe on this because it just seems like a sellout of his own name and he doesn't need to do that with he's Mm. got got the money well it's his company isn't it he he runs it it, yeah with a guy albury okay and i I think a lot of the time what he does is when he says oh this is bullshit in a jar or this doesn't work that doesn't work yeah they try and manufacture what does work okay my my understanding so a lot of there has been a lot of bullshit in a jar yeah, yeah, and pills yeah. and people trying to sell x amount and sell out yeah. so they've gone well there probably is um something in this we right. can manufacture it but it's something we need to make that works in his actual science yeah, yeah 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 um i, I think there was another guy I've been listening to who does the carnivore code, um, Paul Salandino. Right. I've been watching loads of his stuff. I love nutrition. Yeah. Because it, on nutrition podcasts, you can listen to it, but you actually get to on that day implement things uh, yeah, yeah, in your yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's great to just listen to shit like this. <laughs> Conversation, <laughs> <Yeah>. idiots. <laughs> You're not an idiot, great. <laughs> Need to tell you one more time. <laughs> but that that's cool. To an extent, and sometimes it can just be a familiar and friendly voice, but I really like information that I can go away with yeah. and work on. Yeah, that's why I like the running, because it's such mm. something you can on that day, like that breathe, like t- two in-breaths, one out-breath, you can yeah, do that straight yeah. away, that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and he's, again, does desic- desiccated organ meat, okay. so it's all in a pill yeah. form, but he believes in the nose-to-tail uh, carnivore approach, okay. um, and speaks quite uh, negatively about plants and toxins in plants and when right. you start to simplify things and look at the evolution yeah. like animals have got escape mechanisms with their legs and movement and they okay. can get away yeah nothing wants to be killed nothing wants to be eaten mm. so when something's been rooted into the ground to, to deter um insects people from picking it it's got mechanisms that grow toxicity in the plants and that's why a lot of people are getting flare-ups yeah, right. with certain plants. Okay. I'm educating myself, learning yeah. all the time and taking in all knowledge. And I have great debates from some of the top nutritionists, top uh, pediatrics. I've 
the, the of existence mm. from America, from UK. I find it all fascinating, and I'm yeah. just listening in. But he's somebody again that's got a concept. I don't think it's just a fad. I think it, he's put a lot of his um, Thought degree. In that. Yeah, that's, into that, that, this. I've never and heard that. I'll, I'll give uh, you the book. I've been given the book. Yeah. It's so good, man. Yeah. Um, but again, he's seen something that's. A gap in the market, he said, yeah, but then you're buying this bullshit in a jar, this, this, and this. Yeah. But here's something that may work in a jar. Mm. That's, that, yeah, see, that, that's my, my problem with it, is that when you, especially in fitness, when people are a bit of a lost cause, mm. they've been doing something for a long time, and they want to, a change, or, or anything like that, anything that is the extreme, mm. and you can sell that it may work. Mm. Oh, you've been doing this for so long. If, oh, if, if you also, by the way, you do it for another three years, it, you can get exactly where you want to go. Mm. No one tells you that bit. Mm. But, oh, wait, I've got this pill in a jar, um, which may work. And because it's an extreme, it's something new. Mm. I'm the same with, with this ginseng. I, I don't know if it, what it's doing for me, but I'm still taking it. I think some of the, it's natural forms of things as well. And it's got, I think, lion's mane and certain... Uh, have you heard of lion's mane? No, it's definitely not actually it, It's mane. stuff that's known to be very good for the brain. Okay. And so, uh, again, I've never bought... Um, supplements really I've tried to go from whole foods and take that approach but there was days where I didn't feel my brain was firing not Mm. working I felt a bit lower a bit more anxious and I've liked to the idea of dipping into some supplementation Mm. that has got wholesome things in it and not all like these E numbers and X numbers but I think vitamins are very important and he's always spoke quite um Openly on the importance of vitamins in the diet. Yeah, I believe. the um, that plant thing's throwing me off. Mm. Thinking about it, because at the same time, yes, there is toxicities in a plant and everything, but mm. at the same time, a lot of the 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 way that a plant gets dispersed mm. is being eaten and then obviously disposed of by the animal. Mm. And for that to happen, it has to be attractive to the animal. Mm. It has to have all the nutrients in it. Herbivores. That's how that works. Well, I mean, an interesting perspective was like. If if you want to simplify this too, if you went now and just started foraging mm. around certain plants, there's like a ninety percent chance you're going to die. It's right, an hour yeah. in the day yeah. because of how toxic most plants are. I think there's like a ten percent of what we can actually eat. If you think of animals and animal meat, it's the other way round. There's barely any toxins within meat. But but then when we go all the way back, and I don't really know the, the full anthropology of mm-hmm. it all, but fire we must have eaten something before fire came along mm. and obviously we weren't eating raw meat because we wouldn't well, have had the capability this is for um where what's the ape brain theory the stone ape theory that's yeah. it I'll say words together and then suddenly it all comes <laughs> <laughs> the the stone ape theory yeah w- one of the biggest pieces of evidence of how the human uh, brain evolved mm. to the way it did and it literally doubled in size where no other organ had done that before yeah is because of the including of meat and the the uh, and fire and then they're looking at the most successful ancestries that we've got still alive to date now which is the hatsa tribe right and that's where they're studying from and their main dietary needs are all from the whole organ the whole everything the whole meat and it's right. mainly meat they don't forage much but in terms of survival when it gets too cold to anything they're not had a catch that's when they revert to going and picking plants and seasonal fruits and things okay but that that's pretty much where the studies are coming from and a lot mm. of that was saying going back to your ancestries particularly the hatsa tribe that have evolution have been so successful mm. that's where the book's evidence-based from and, and and a lot of nutrition and sciences uh, stem from, I believe, stem from being the good choice of words okay. with a pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair we enough. hate stems on this podcast. <laughs> fair enough. On it, I, I'll give you the book, but I am nuanced with anything. Yeah. I, I love learning. I love, I can go down one path, but never be stuck or sold to it. Yeah. Because I, I tend to try and go what works for me. And I've been diagnosed with celiac. Yeah. Uh, had a bad stomach for ages. Stopped eating wheat. Stopped eating so many things. But still having flare-ups all the time. And chucking down kale, spinach, yeah. uh, potato. Things I thought I could eat. I went, well, you know what? This is interesting. I like what he's saying. I like how he's presenting it. Yeah. Really well put together. I'm trying it. Yeah. And I feel... It's the best yeah, I've ever that's, felt. That's fair enough, then. It's that the best. Fair enough, yeah. And, and I feel that if I got my blood works done, mm. 
it might not read to what the mainstream accordance is for oh, your okay. cholesterol and yeah, X, Y, and Z, but you feel around yourself. Have we had that misrepresented? Has that been? That's true. It's true. You've, got to, you've got to question everything, really, haven't you? And you've got to you, you live off your own how you feel and everything. I'll send you that podcast through. Yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it. But uh, last week I had a really good friend on here, uh, Praxix Probiotics, right. who's doing amazing things in community, and he's completely plant-based and the whole yeah. other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen to how he ferments the the plants and gets rid of the toxins within plants. Uses the and he, also in this book they do believe that plants are great for medicine. He's not mm. disposing plants totally because they're great medicine. He just doesn't think they're a diet or nutrition. Right. But Praxis has this other way in diet, and I love what he's about. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, love, yeah. I love how he presents it and what he and he. The funny thing is, he brought up the Hatsa tribe. Okay, and we started talking about it because it's in the books he reads on plant base. And I was like, "Well, that's fascinating because yeah. your people are studying one of our oldest ancestries who are extremely successful, mm. but they've reached a different conclusion to what this guy's reached." Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, Who's yeah. Who's been I mean, there and just yeah. said, what the hell do you eat? Information in the eye <laughs> yeah. of the beholder, isn't it, in that way? But yeah, very interesting. It's very fascinating. Interesting. You do strike me as somebody that loves to look after yourself, yeah. keep healthy. Are you on the same mission as well for nutrition? It's, it's, cha- it's changed. It's always been like, cha- well, one, I've never really had a goal for it until probably the last 18 months, I say, of like health and nutrition and stuff like that. Partly that being financial, being at, at uni... You, you, you know, my dad, dad sent me money to live. I sent my loan to my dad. Dad sent me money to live uh, every week. Got paid. Got paid on a Thursday. I think it was like 120 quid. That got nice. on, which is, is fair enough. It's good budgeting. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so then, it's uh, okay. Thursday, Friday, probably going to go out. Probably 40 quid's gone. Yeah. Okay. Drinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then uh, Saturday. Hair of the dog in it. Got to probably carry on. Probably quite a little, just a little pub lunch. Oh, another twenty quid gone. <laughs> so then it's Sunday, and what I've got like sixty quid left. Mm. And you, I'd just be the sucker for the lifestyle. Going to going to the library, have a little coffee or whatever, mm. and that's another three quid in the day sandwich. How, how old are you no. at this point? Yeah, uh, like nineteen, twenty. You got to be doing that, though. Yeah, you? I know. But then, so then the nutrition suffered. It was, mm. was the point because you'd be you'd be going to Sainsbury's, have a look what's on the, like the chep shelf. What can I eat? What's, what's going to get me through? So anyway, that 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 period of my life stopped, which is mm. fine. Um, but at the same time, I'm still going to the gym. Mm. Um, but then, not really thinking that much. So, there'd be a point where I'd have my money to live off. Um, my dad sent would send me. Mm. Then I'd have some savings, some odd jobs that I'd done in the past. I don't know, eight years of my life. Okay. And I'd spend that on like protein bars at, at the vending <laughs> yeah. machine. I, think. I went mad for protein yeah, bars. Yeah. <laughs> and the one in the, the one, yeah, the one in the gym, the, the vending machines in the gym, massive rip off. They're like four yeah. quid. Oh mate, terrible. I lived, um, I, it's funny. I'd lived in Australia as well for a year and. I decided I just wanted money yeah. at this point because I wanted to go and live in Thailand for a few months yeah. and just splash out like a king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my only go-to, and it's probably a similar age, I would have been 19, 20, <laughs> just gym, walked back through the supermarket, got all them bars and shapes yeah, and yeah. stuff, and then went home, and that was all, and then went yeah. work as well in between that. But that was my only routine. Yeah. But I remember just thinking... I'm spending about like flick this back on. <laughs> I, I was spending a good like twenty five dollars, thirty dollars a day just yeah. coming back through. So good hours, two hours work. Yeah, in yeah. You don't think about it, do you? But <laughs> yeah. I mean, now that I'm home and I'm like, I, I'm, there's no massive expenses, but I'm still earning, so I can afford to put more money into nutrition. If in that sure. sense, and you do, I do really get into it. Even just it, how you use the time in the gym, how I'm training. How what I just before I eat goes to, into the gym is going to affect me, um, and we've said we were saying before like last week when when you have those one or two days off like today mm. was my first day at, back at the gym mm. and I've had to do like a reset kind of workout Dude, like the yeah. whole body like twice round because um, <laughs> it just throws me off so much like you, your body is this kind of machine when you get to that level of like intensity that you you count in every calorie but not mm. just calorie what what's, what's inside that calorie I need to be mm. getting two hundred grams of protein and whatever. Um, so then what, what, I'm now doing that quite regularly. Mm. I was doing that. I've been doing that probably for, I don't know, like 15 months. I've not for, I'm 27 now. And I reckon while I was doing this Australia thing, it's the first time I saw sort of definition yeah, in my yeah, body. Yeah. I felt good in myself. Trailed off after that, found women and substances <laughs> and drinking again. But 
doing this diet that I've been doing, honestly, it took me about three to four weeks of exclusion diet. So yeah. it was just eating meat yeah. primarily, but still getting all my nutrients from the right sources, liver, kidney, yeah. anything like that. But the transformation in my body yeah, and physique, yeah. it all, everyone kept going, like, your face is thinned out. <laughs> but that's funny from what you said there, though, because I've had, like, now two weeks of, yeah. you know what, Christmas time, let's let it pad out yeah, a bit, yeah. let's have a bit of fun. I've just ballooned here, yeah, and same, I just man. looked it's at it horrible. today. It was it's horrible. So, uh, when the body gets used to something, it really tails to that, doesn't it? It tailors yeah. to that. And yeah. as soon as you go, do you know what, body? We're going to try this out. Like It just goes, <laughs> Hang yeah. on a minute. <laughs> I, I think of it, um, so there's like 3,500 calories in a pound. Mm. Um, and that's obviously muscle fat or whatever. But in my head, I'm sitting there like, I could sit, my, one of my favorite biscuits is the dark chocolate ginger biscuit. Um and I know if I have like a full packet, like a, a family box of them, which I could do, mm. that's like half a pound, like just there and there. Are they your worst? They're, yeah, they're pr- I'm pretty bad for them. Uh, like three with a coffee, easy, and then you have like three coffees a day. You, yeah. take, you take ten biscuits deep. Like, <laughs> that's it's, it's, a good it's, amount it's, of calories in there. Yeah, bit of sugar in your ca- in your coffee. Nah, or? I tried. To, I, I when I was another reason why I was fat as a kid mm. was vanilla lattes from Starbucks. <gasps> I used to get the train to school, Jeez. so the, the the coffee shop would be there. Wake up, wake up. Oh, I've had a hard day, so I'll have a dinner latte as well. Just chill out. <laughs> 60 grams of sugar in one of them. Like, <laughs> awful. Um, so I'm pretty conscious about that. I try and not stay the coffee. Were you a, a nan kid by any chance as well? Yeah, I mean, God bless my, um, yeah, yeah. It was, it's all added yeah. up now. I get you more and more each time <laughs> yeah. I meet you. I'm like, ah, this is why we're so similar. <laughs> I was at the point where I'd have to have a naughty drawer. It'd be called a naughty drawer. Okay. And I'd, I'd, I'd be thumping through the kitchen. <laughs> not all the porn then. No. <laughs> and then Tom's going, it's a naughty drawer. And then Russell Russell and I come out with a marshmallow or something, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> showing my face. Uh, it's a sucker for Kinder Eggs. Yeah, and my, yeah. my grandma is the loveliest woman in the world, but she is such a ridiculous feeder. Mm. And she used to, because she's like, there's barely any chocolate on it. But I'm yeah. like, yeah, but I had seven every time <laughs> yeah, I came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It amounts up. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my mum's the same. And I think it was my like, 13th birthday, I had a couple of friends around. It's still like a, a thing now, <laughs> talked about, that my mum... Oh, you don't have to, but you can. Got my mates. I think it was like seven pork chops <laughs> in one Christmas, on one birthday meal, it's and it just stayed. And that that chat's still there. Too. Yeah, <laughs> that amount of fat on that. Like, I, I just want to cut all that off and slurp it down. Yeah, my mum's just a feeder, but I mean that, that's just how it goes. You have to control it. Like some, like now, like today, mum and dad said, like, oh, it's leftover turkey and the mm. ham. I'm going to make a tiger so I've, I've had to say no. Mm. I can't do it. I'm going to have to get my own food today and eat just exactly what i need to eat and you do you have to recognize what you really want out of life training, i suppose yeah. well, yeah, and training like, yourself yeah. if you really want optimal mm. you can go vividly down these paths and look at certain information and books yeah, and that yeah. but i like you i love food mm. and i do want the ability to be able to go out with my mates yeah and just demolish a pasta bowl if yeah, i really yeah, want yeah. But to that, that, but that's fine mm. another thing in my head that i calculate because i've said but i do into the running um, and it's something like a half marathon is, is like 2,000 calories. Mm. And then um, a 10K, which I'm happy to do a 10K, that's about 1,000 calories. Mm. So then I know how hard that is. Or anyone that's done that would know how hard yeah, it is. Yeah. And then it's so easy to, to, in half an hour, you can eat that back straight yeah, away. Yeah. Um, but what, it's funny what you're saying there. It's something that, um, that Lamborghini have said recently or as part of their marketing they're right? always my uh, philosophical yeah, go-to yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Lamborghini <laughs> saying recently but th- their marketing is like they don't um, they don't make adverts for Lamborghini because the, the people that are buying Lamborghinis aren't watching TV mm. and that I, I love that I love that, that so they li- do they not make adverts no ah, and that's their marketing because yeah. they think that the, the person that's working working their ass off to, to get there to get by the Lamborghini supposedly I mean I, I think if I got loads of money I don't think I'd go about buying the fancy cars and stuff mm. but um, I just like that that mentality I get that and I think the only time I've seen Lamborghini advertised actually is in like magazines yeah. so it's when people go out love cars and they're going out of their way to look at the newest that, sports yeah, yeah, magazines yeah. but so. like, if the people are making the money to buy a Lamborghini they're not sat watching TV and that's what I, I admit like, my dad said oh this is on Sky whatever. I, was like, I'm just, mm. I'm just, I never watch TV if, I, if, I'm, if I'm 
at the minute I was listening to that Ricky Gervais podcast in my mm. spare time that's always on yeah but if not like I'm trying to set up the studio at home trying to trying mm. to do this write this do whatever and it's what um, I love about you man you're a mover and a doer and make, I, I, I respect the hell out then, of it then you make me blush <laughs> tell you how good you are <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose that leads us on or segues a little to how you got to conduct yourself as an artist and yeah you know yeah. we have openly spoke about making all the wrong decisions as trying to promote ourselves and showcase it yeah have you found a way that works for you then? Have you found something? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. It's interesting. I mean, I was tr- in the in the five minutes you gave me to prepare for this. I was thinking, <laughs> what can I talk about? Off the cuff, spontaneity. <laughs> um, and there's something that, res- that stayed with me that I, when I released my first song, I'm Required Love. Mm. I got a, a record label was interested in me. Wow. Um, and they said, I've heard you on Spotify, Discover Weekly. Just messaged me on Instagram. <laughs> I went to London and meet them. Um, they turned out to be a, a Scandinavian company, a, a record label, um, but it's still a cool experience. And I it was like, a Viking track, though. <laughs> 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 um, and I had to sit there, like present myself to this artist. It's a good experience, but she said, like, this is good, but you'll be you'll be there in it in six eight months time, and you would have looked back on the music you make and thinking, what is that? Like, you can make some. Like, not, I think I can make better music for one, mm. but you'd be making a completely different sound, and that's why I'm at now so excited because. Mm. The EP was that for me. It was something that I would be writing down as just a mantra, as just something to to affirm to happen, kind of thing. Mm. Um, and that happened, and it was it was slightly over, overwhelming and underwhelming. It's like, well, what do I do now? Have I lost this nah. this journey? I've finished, crossed the line. What do okay. I go on another run? Like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, and I really struggled with that. I really struggled with that. And then you you helped a lot, to be honest, because I had. No, I'm the blushing one. <laughs> I mean, first of all, just. The energy that you gave with the video mm. that 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 kept me going. So I'm still TPGI. I've, I've I've got this video coming out. That's really good. There's mm. more news to, to talk about. And obviously, sent, getting me involved in this track that we've got coming out is it, it, it just more and more kept me away all the going. Seat now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Um, but just kept me my mind in there. Like, yeah, just keep pushing, keep pushing. Now I push through that. Mm. Um, taking as I said, I've taken on more creativities. Like that guy in Australia that came came and asked me to make it make a song, and, and that mm. that was crazy. Um, that's still going on. So, have you come to that conclusion of what you want to be as an artist? I suppose. Do you like the forever evolving artistry? Uh, yeah, at the minute, yeah. At the minute, I think I'm too young in it to not mm. just inexperienced to know. Mm. I'm just throwing myself at whatever I can do. At the minute, I, I'm because my first stuff was well first two songs were heavily about love mm. and a girl mm. i wanted to write en- about anything but that because that must be quite strange i think i had a similar experience when you've not been doing art for a long time really yeah, yeah. And music we got into it quite late and then you bring one or two things out but straight away it's just like record label yeah i performed at a russell brand concert yeah, yeah, yeah. within the first few months and yeah. we're both just like hang on a minute what, what's this game have i just cracked yeah it? <laughs> no, yeah and that's i think what i'm trying to definitely not do is to think that I've, I, I, mm. there's no way near i mean I, i'm going down to london hopefully in the next few months and mm. that's I'm going to throw myself at the scene there, see what happens. I mean, that's obviously it's a harder harder place. A lot more people there to, that are making music as well. Equally, if I don't look at it as competitive but as collaborative, that's mm. loads of opportunity. Mm. And but at the same time, like I said to you before, I'm at this fork in the road where I'm, I'm balancing these two pretty big plates of quite a decent music artistry so far, mm. like a, a lot of potential. And then now, what I've been drilled into me since I was like 13, like GCSEs, A-levels, get course, the job. And then I've finally ha- hung out and got this job. Um, so I throw myself at that as well. And then it, it's... I've said to my friends, I feel like Marnie Cyrus and yeah. Hannah Montana because I'm living this complete duality. <laughs> oh, Brittany, don't stop yeah. going like yeah. me, mate, and chopping it all off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, in terms of my where I'm at with it, I'm really proud of where I'm going. Mm. But I would never rest on my laurels and... and, and I find I say to my friends that I, your work should be like the third thing that you talk about when they ask you mm. what you've been up to at the pub or mm. over a pint. Well, you can't do it anymore, but that, that kind of thing. Um, and and depends on the individual, doesn't it? Some yeah. people thrive for that job that they're doing, yeah, more yeah. so now than ever. So you know, when they're meeting up with you, maybe they're just speaking really passionately about but, it. And, I, and I, that's even better if they both mm. align. That's even better. Mm. You are right. Um, I think I, I'm saying that what the th- third because my head's been my like passion and also mm. like where I've been kind of educated to go if that makes sense what, that they're so far apart. What was the very moment then that took you to the pen, took you to the piano, and um, you thought I've got to start expressing myself here? It was just uh, 
I don't know. I remember one of my well, not earliest memories. But one of my early memories as a kid is going up and down on, on the uh, lane on my bike, mm. just mumbling really bad lyrics to myself. Could just, you hear just, yourself? Did you go? I've got a nice voice. Like, I don't know. I've all, always, I've always sang and had a mm. go and and tried to get involved. Tried the tried the X Factor. That was awful. <laughs> did you give it a go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> what sent, did you sing? Well, I sent in a video of me singing uh, Arctic Monkeys. Uh, I bet you look good on the dance floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it sounded pretty cool. And then I just didn't want to do the queuing in line and everything because I wasn't that committed. Sent the video, then got to basically a stage that's past the queuing in line bit mm. and then went to London again and just building in London that you go to. And I woke up my girlfriend at the time, like six o'clock in the morning, like, you're supporting me in this. I'm sorry. You've got no choice. Um, I'm going to make it. So yeah. latch on. I will forget about you tomorrow. Carry on the cape. Yeah. Hold, hold on to it. <laughs> um, so yeah, then they came down and then you sit there, I got my keyboard and you go into this little room these two two women mm. who are judging you mm. um and then in every which way yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah just completely i didn't even prepare like i wasn't even i, I wanted to do it but i was just kind of bobbing along <laughs> um and then you sat next to everyone like oh i hope i get the golden ticket because you actually got a golden ticket yeah like, i've, I've done this process I'm, Have you? I'm like i did it myself so oh, i'm listening like it oh, was awful. awful and then obviously didn't get it <laughs> uh, I wasn't. I was a little bit broke. I was more embarrassed because I was like woken up this my, my girlfriend at the time to, to to come and then she's like I came out and d- um, her and dad's face was just like oh you didn't get it did you <laughs> let's go back home then home for one o'clock in the afternoon unbelievable <laughs> um, but still experience exposure um, and now I feel even just I now just to practice because again I've not even I've not performed yet still not performed mm, yeah uh, but made crazy. harder with COVID that's... and everything but. I do like um, I'll FaceTime like my best mate and just say let's have a listen to this and that used to I'd be shaking mm. I'd think oh I can do it I'm TPJ I can do this, I can do this. and then at the moment like oh god this is horrible but now I can do that quite happily um, it's why we get on really well because I feel a lot of similarities in our journey Yeah, like what I was saying getting into it late on but there's a lot of naivety 100%. inside our hearts yeah like i've had it all the way along but somebody said that to me in a really negative manner like oh you're so naive you don't know yeah, what you're yeah, doing yeah. in this scene but i've used that always as a positive because yeah. the amount of situations i've put myself in that most people wouldn't because they built up a concept in the head yeah of oh this is only where big artists go do you want to play a russell band concert oh I, i'm not incredible. a proper artist yeah do you know what i mean you've You've got this beautiful innocence and naive, naivety to your mindset. Just to throw yourself at it. Yeah. And, and I think if you just do it naturally and you just keep growing and bring a track out, do a collaboration, look into the film side it, of things. It all accumulates and builds keep, up. And you re- that's what you've got to do. And I think you never get to an end destination, an end point. Never, yeah. And even people that are on top of the game have made the millies. Uh, yeah. I have good friends with, not made the millies, but made a millies on uh, Spotify. Right. But even they speak in a bit of a demoralised kind of attitude. Or, right. oh, I went and performed in America, or I went and performed in this place. Yeah. And then I got there, and it was all a bit of a farce. Right. Because the you know the production team are sort of biting at you and then they're telling you to look a certain way be a certain way act a certain way they're like oh i was just enjoying it yeah you know what i mean so Uh, yeah i think keep your humbleness 100 i am am still like i I pinch myself sometimes at where where i'm at right now with it it's Mm. quite good it's not amazing but it's, Mm. it's there um but in my head i'm still just do you know Mount, obviously Mount Street, Mount Street and where it is yeah. it's hidden underneath that, that carpet park, crazy right? place yeah I was I was up the stairs to an apartment like completely lost and I still remember <laughs> Charlie going I can see you mate like what are you doing yeah. and that was the first time I met Charlie and I, I can still remember that I can still remember like oh my god this is amazing in the mm. studio shaking not knowing what's going on and every from every the first moment was me playing the piano and then doing a bit of vocal and me thinking this is amazing mm. this is amazing and then just as soon as just, I've always been in the mindset of if I just get on that that one song on Spotify, I'm completely saturated with that. That's, mm. that's absolutely fine. Um, and then it's just it's just been like that. So everything's been a bonus. So in the same time, yeah. if, if I was in that American situation and had producers like biting at my ear and everything, I'd be mm. like, yeah. But it's just all, all, I, I feel like I've won already just mm. because that's all I wanted from at the time. It's only when you get hungry or you're kind of maybe forced to be hungrier for mm. it that, that when you're left unsatisfied, I think. And, and like you say, one of the most buzzing feelings you get is when you're 
in that place of unfamiliarity. Yeah. You're sort of there, yeah. like, Charlie, what's happening next? You're going down yeah, to yeah. this weird studio. Yeah. And that's where I lost a bit of love for it, was when I grew a bit too comfortable. I knew the practice then. I knew what a studio was. Yeah. I knew what performance on a stage was. Yeah. And I started going into stages and not even feeling my words anymore. I was getting right. on um, and just getting into flow. Yeah. But it, the best feelings is where you're like, oh, what's this crowd going to be like? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. perform and then they go quiet and they're like, he's actually kind of cool. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. this. And then you're vibing off of that and bouncing. When you're like, oh, I've done this for like the hundredth time this yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, I'd keep it excited. You can get into that yourself, yeah. comfortable zone where it, you lose that thirst for it. So it is mixing it up. Even like you said, you've got a new job now, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> but mixing up your life, mixing yeah. up all opportunities, feeds the fire in all different exactly. avenues. For and you. I think... Um, the thing with having a passion that is so strong with obviously yourself and myself is that mm. it only takes a small thing to ignite it again. Mm. And for me, when I was saying earlier, getting this keyboard for Christmas, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. 300 sounds on that. That's 300 yeah. little ignitions that I've got there. They're going to make me... You've got some nights more. ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving that as well. And it was um, another thing, another quotation from, uh, I can't, can't sound like him, David Bowie. Um, he says that the most the best place to be in life is just beyond the water where your feet can't touch the floor. Mm. When you're just a little bit uncomfortable, that, that, so that goes off. I'll cut this bit now. out just for my mum. <laughs> <laughs> She'll go wild for that. <laughs> Pictures of him everywhere. Yeah, so nice, always nice. Always playing. Um, but, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I just really feel I'm really loving my art again. Mm. But like that's you said before, you've had your dad's this side of things. You've got to do work yeah, and get to this yeah. place. Or do you just fulfill a passion and you do this? I had these concepts in my head. Yeah. I've recently just got to that place of everything's possible. Exactly. exactly. You can yeah, do yeah, yeah. anything in this. And when you have conversations with artists, it's always of the black and the white. Mm. Uh, do you do this? Do you do that? And I just think, I don't think yeah. whatever works for you in that time, if it's not feeding your fire and mm. it's taken away and it's draining you a little bit, then that's got to be questioned. And that's yeah. got to, you've got to go back to the drawing board yeah. and see what works again. Yeah. But and like we've just said perfectly in this, if you're keeping it buzzing, you keep uh, the thing that I've done is uh, collaborations now, mm. like the track we've done. Yeah. I'm buzzing for that. <laughs> I'm listening <laughs> in. Nice. I'm like, oh, I'm really proud of it. Yeah. There's a, I know the process of what it takes now to promote it, and then we do a yeah. video, and then it comes out in this way. I'm not bored of that because it's a completely new arrangement yeah it's yeah. a completely new way of doing it do you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. so important to and keep it, that fire i think as well with i mean you've got you've got the podcast on the music you've got it all you've got loads mm. of things going on saving myself with the job yeah, yeah. and i mean i've let hopefully i'm leaving soon vodafone but i don't think because i sometimes think all oh, right why haven't i because they say like oh commit to 100 percent. like you've got to mm. give 110 percent mm. commit to anything all your energy has to be on this one thing mm. but i was thinking like if i did that if i didn't do vodafone for the past like 12 months mm. and just wrote every day and, and yeah, yeah. Live this, this Sapia. yeah this mm. kind of crazy like bohemian lifestyle of like rewriting <laughs> and everything um I don't think I would have written much. Mm, I, 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 mm. I wouldn't have lived. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have got nothing to document. And it's not a special. And if I, I when I'm in that studio, I, I'm counting every second. Like I, I know that this is amazing. I feel the same like amazement as I was like the first time. Mm. But that I mean, I probably I'm probably been. I don't know how many days I've been in there in total. Like how many times I've gone, but it mm. might have not like tarnished its specialness. <laughs> I don't know, but um, but yeah. I, I just think I just think that if you do, it just saturates a little bit. It's been made more special for me because mm. I'm, I'm doing different things. So you bring more energy to it. It's more concentrated creativity. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Is um, the next year going to be a live performance then? Is that the next step? Yeah, well, that's it, it just, it's just more telling of like... What if you hate that? What if you actually with the underground I, artist i i don't know i don't i don't see myself hating it really like, i really i really do picture that so clearly in my mind like mm. when when i was releasing like another light like the second track i, I had like okay there's gonna be blue lights on stage mm. i'm just gonna be having these dungarees on nothing else and then <laughs> nothing it, else nothing okay. else i'm just gonna be like another light like flash cannons just gonna go off like it's so clear in my head like right here i'm i am the audience i'm in i'm like in yeah, you sold like, it i'm so there um <laughs> So yeah, I am excited to to, okay. to to learn about it, to learn about the production of a show and stuff like that. Because I think I can perform, mm. but like like Travis Scott shows and stuff, and and all those kind of things. Like it's a show, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, 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 and I was thinking the other day as well. It's, it's you can be good at singing and stuff, but you perform a song, you have to like tell the story of it, and it it can be in 
your facial expressions mm. of me like how i'm actually playing the piano like is part of music anyway but it's it is a whole thing like you don't have to be that good at all either singing or the piano mm. if you can tell that story yeah. really well then then that's the performance i, I, I do want to speak to like long-term artists on mm. how they manage to maintain that and give it the feeling all the song deserves mm. because they've been to like say a hundred shows yeah and you go and see a really well versed artist yeah and they can just always get into them shoes i, I think i think that is a it's really hard for us to draw parallels too mm. because their kind of capacity for for problems and stuff like that is is, is a lot it's not as filled as ours like they don't have their mm. superstars you know like Julia Leaper doesn't wake up worrying probably about even what she's going to eat in the day like that's probably the case for a majority <laughs> yeah. of the time do you know what I mean is it carnivore today yeah yeah <laughs> whatever you want let's go mm. um so to that level, then we won't have to worry that much. So it's just the only thing I've got to worry about today is bringing as much energy as I can, like mm. just for this hour and a half performance mm. or whatever. A lot of work go into it and dancing and everything like that. I think it's a lot of work. I know mm. that, but I just don't think they have to worry about as much things. It doesn't bring you I down. I suppose as much. that the, there's going to be an element of that there. I've definitely mm. seen it in amateur artists though that right. have to sustain a job and yeah. an artistry. Motormouth's one that springs to mind. Okay. But his song, uh, Flower, let me be a flower. Yeah, that was nice. Hello there, Mr. Sun. Oh, mate, I'm sending you that over. (laughs) He's so good. One of my favourite songs ever. And it's from Motomath, who shouldn't be an amateur. He he should be supporting the top of the tops. Yeah. Um, But he's been doing it for seven plus years, maybe like ten years now. And I'm watching that song that I've seen him do for the thousandth time. He's just... Every it's so funny watching him as well because he's got a loop track right and it's just him it's this tiny guy kind of skinny gets yeah. up on stage starts going yeah. and then, and then so, puts that on loop puts something else on goes through and then it builds up but you just start seeing people like smattering across and then you've honest i've seen about 300 people just crowd around this one man and it's crazy yeah but i've had similar i um maybe like 50 people right with my poetry from a show because they're not expecting a spoken word artist Mm. and when i'm in the starting part of my journey in performing I really meant it. Like, there's one about my friend that died to a knife crime incident. Mm. And I get up on stage and I have to take a minute. And then I'm like, it was Saturday night and they're out in the town. Yeah. And straight away, there was a bit of something there. Feeling, yeah. And then some people, and and I'm telling a story like Mike Skinner would. Yeah. I noticed myself after a year, two years, performing that one, getting two in my head Mm. and just saying the words and not remembering the story, not getting into that heart. But then I'm looking at Motormouth, who can do that. So I think there's such a skill in that. Definitely, there's definitely. Such a... drawing, drawing on the emotion of it, isn't and it? And that made me worry a lot as an artist, because I thought, you know, to be an artist, you have to be able to perform on stage, mm. you have to be able to keep creating content, da 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 But I've just changed my approach to it. I just think, right, if I really love, like, doing a collaboration in yeah. my own house, get yeah. my p- pyjamas on with T- yeah, TPJ yeah. ice cream <laughs> yeah. it don't ever have to go any further than that yeah, for me now. Yeah, exactly. And I've took that pressure off of myself that I think a lot of artists do mm. because when they think of being an artist, they've got to fulfil all these roles all the time. Yeah. And sometimes it's just not possible. It's no, not feeling. No, And that, the, I think another thing point there is the pressure as well because, I mean, mm. a lot of people, maybe when they're like 17, I don't really know the, the uh, any other story besides yours and mine of how mm. we're trying to make it with, mu- with the music. But you can imagine if, you, if you're 16, 17... For, for example, me, actually, if I didn't go to uni and X Factor was like, okay big revenge to the corporation I'm going to make it now yeah not go to uni not get the job just every day I'm just going to write songs and mm. it probably wouldn't be very good mm. um, and that's massive my part of that is because of pressure like I've got mm. to got to make got to make it got to make, make it, it, it make it make but at the it, minute yeah. I, both both sides of me are just slowly starting to make like success either, mm. either side and it's fine like both plates are spinning quite healthily and it's it's what success is at the end of the mm. day you yeah, have to I mean, draw your definition point. of that like I played your song the other day to a couple of my mates at the gym <laughs> <laughs> like it's really good have a listen yeah. and you've got like six people in there like oh this is sick <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean but that's all you need if I had that that's success yeah, drawn yeah, up that, in a map yeah, for me yeah, I'm done I've yeah. got that recognition of I've done something of value and yeah. that's what I want it to be I think we had a great yeah. discussion the other day 
I've put a little bit of money into certain pockets now to get views up or healthy things explore and be seen a bit more because I was getting like a really stagnant amount of views on everything and likes and stuff, which isn't the be all and end all. No. But as an artist, I've decided for myself, I'd love to look back at it and feel like a thousand people have seen it rather than a few hundred. Yeah. It creates that value for me. Yeah. So every step of the way, I think the answer is for any artist, keep having conversations with self the most yeah what do you want from the music is, what are you is really about what are you really after yeah. if it is the lights and the fame and the glory yeah have a truthful conversation say is it yeah is that yeah. it 100 percent. and that, that's maybe what people aren't having enough of and they're just comparing and trying to have the same journey as somebody yeah. else that they're not actually about yeah it's, it's a hard one it's a hard one because at the same time i am still this kid just like I've, I've, I'm so happy I've got one song on Spotify mm, but then people mm. start putting words in your ears Charlie I love Charlie to death he's a very excitable bloke yeah. and everything that we do is the best thing that we've ever done yeah. and I'm like yeah. oh my god <laughs> that's so true <laughs> I'm like oh my god I'm gonna like be on like American Pop Idol and like close the show this is gonna be incredible uh, and it, that energy is amazing and you do feel it and you're mm. in the studio doing that it's amazing um but then that's all I want from the music, I think. But mm. then, but then again, as I say, people start saying different things. Like the radio say it's good, and then you think more and more of it. And if you expect more of the music, you're going to get less, I think. Mm. Um, mm. And they, I mean, the majority of my the first EP for me was was just purely cathartic. It was just, mm. just me just laying down exactly what I wanted to say. I, I only laughing because I saw this piece of graffiti in Ripley of all places, right. and it just made me laugh because again, Ripley's been painted as a picture of this very well, it's where the EDL bred from, BMP, yeah. hardship, so as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a piece of graffiti out there, and it said something really profound. And I think it was on, like, um, sim- simple, but it said, expectation is the path to misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, as yeah. simple as that, but I was walking yeah. through Ripley like, who was, it came who out was of nowhere. set out <laughs> yeah, to do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. God, do you know what? I, I've been looking at this fence and I know exactly what it means. <laughs> okay. That's incredible. We're, we're boosting up in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting there. That's incredible. So talking about spinning plates, because you've only got like eight minutes left. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> as I've hijacked you. <laughs> <laughs> then you're doing a podcast now as well. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, that, that, that is... That. is, is just completely organic it's just too do you want some <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit like an imposter i can see why you've hijacked me now in this yeah. uh, room for one of us mate <laughs> um but i mean that is just organically out of two mates missing each other through covid mm. um being pissed and in liking coffee like we tried to do it with with this um advent calendar espresso do so um, you had an advent calendar yeah we both got the Christmas. same both the got the same one did you buy each other the same one no no no, no. <laughs> did you uh, tell each other you've got to yeah, buy it yeah we planned it we <laughs> planned it we said this is what we need to get get it before before obviously the first um and it was just it was just a safe place to be snobby about coffee. It, it, it's like the bitterness, where it's from, like the strength of yeah, it. Yeah, there's not many places for that, is there? No, you need to no, make your own safe you're space. You're going to a bit of a knob, yeah, if you start talking about the bitterness, the sweetness, Shoot. the aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was so interesting, so fun. And just questions like um, why people drank caffe- drink caffeine and what brought mm. their first coffee. Mm. Like um, my mate would never drink a Red Bull, for example, and he was quite interested on that. Mm. Um but at the same time, it's a, it's a nightmare because because it, we uh, I tried to upload it with that Buzz Sprouts thing, still mm. not on Spotify. Spreaker, that's yeah. where you go. I Spreaker, Spreaker's the. Go at it. Let me help you set it up, mate. Yeah. I'll just pop it on. For you. <laughs> just gets it all yeah. pinging out. I, I think Spreaker, if you're listening to this, I'm, <laughs> I'm your mate. <laughs> Give me free subscription. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good. And then the the, the last one was uh, what's behind twenty four. Were, were you doing? One every day then? No, that was the thing. We did one for the first 12 days. And then I was like, okay, I'll sort it. It just hasn't uploaded. So we haven't filmed the last bit. Right. Yet to be done. Oh, so you split it into two. Well, yeah, it was completely off. The, I mean, it wasn't as regimented as this, as invite someone to the house and then handcuff them to the bus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen to our song now. Do a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just completely freelance. It's just one of those things where it's just, he's a very creative guy. Like, he's been in like Leeds Radio and stuff. And oh. um, How long's an episode? The episode was an hour. And it was, it was like, oh, can I add this bit in? It was 
I was like, no, I sound awful. You can't, I, sound, I can't hear heard saying these things. Like, just get rid of that. <laughs> what, um, was it too snooty? No, not snooty. Yeah, I was just drunk, just chatting absolute <laughs> tripe. I must admit, so I don't know if you saw, but I did a, a podcast a day mm. uh, for the week of Christmas. I had some really good guests in, a guy from Electric Bear Studios. Did they come on their own will, those ones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when they got here, they were very sleepy, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, we started having sherry right and i remember like just having like massive brain fogs throughout right okay it's so hard in a podcast isn't it you're yeah like, on this path you know exactly what you want to say they've just said the tiniest thing to throw you you're like yeah. i've gone <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And don't i don't know, know how i'm gonna drag yeah. this back <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i really enjoy this podcast and we've started a new one with chrissy mm. that i'm really happy about uh called the made it yeah, yeah, yeah. With a bit more structure, it's got a really cool concept behind it. They're promoting local artists and art in general. Yeah. And we tried it out the other day, and I'm like, this is flawless. Yeah. Like, this is such a concept. But this one, I really did just want it to go wherever the hell it wants yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout my life, I've just been fascinated with conversation. Yeah. And do you know when you get like a guy come to your school mm. and he's doing an assembly, and then he asks, does anyone have a question? I, said, I always felt so awkward for them yeah, because no one would silent, ask yeah. anything. So I would, I'd be like, 20 questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they didn't make sense, my questions, but I just felt like I had to help them out and give them that art of conversation. So I think that's what comes in this podcast. Yeah, just I mean, like the, the, for you, exploring. with the passion and, and just... You've just gone for this podcasting thing, and like you love it. You can see the way yeah. you speak and how you. It's not. It's not. I think. I think. Yes, you're interesting people. That because that's that is necessary for the podcast. But you mm. just love doing this. And it, it's, it's infectious fun, to, to sit here and talk to you about it. To be part of it. I've learned um, so much doing it too. Yeah, it's about yeah. self, about others, yeah. and how to conduct yourself in conversation. I, I think later on down the line, I'll write a book about it. And yeah, what it's given yeah, me. yeah. That'd be. That'd be I've really just cool. decided that now. Anyway, <laughs> 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 what's in here now? <laughs> <laughs> but how does a, a conversation evolve? Are you going to keep on with coffee? That's, yes, yes. Well, how, it, yeah, so it started off, well, no, I mean, little bits came from it. Like, uh, we would talk about film and it, it was just, it was a sense, I keep, I keep hitting that wow. <laughs> Um It was centred around coffee, but then mm. film would come into it and different things that were going on that week. Um, it was good. I mean, at the same time, it's, it was it was just two mates being a bit egotistical, just like, oh, we have really good conversations. Yeah. Everyone's going to want to know yeah. about what we talk about when we're pissed. Um, so, I mean, if, every, I, I reckon every friendship group must say once in their friendship we should circle, podcast this. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to video this. Yeah, every every um, every time I went up to to Leeds. Um, as as before COVID came out, mm. uh, came out like it's a film. But um, but yeah, uh, they'd say, oh, let's just sit in the garden, a couple of beers, mm. and just everyone want to know what we have to yeah, say yeah. about world and current affairs. <laughs> and no one, no one would care. No one would care. I, I'd really wanted to do a podcast with a dictaphone, but just have the here and now podcast. Right. And be the fly on the wall with all those friendship circles. Yeah, yeah. Because be I have been that butterfly. I've not got a true just a friendship circle. Yeah, neither. But neither. I like people and I like being in their friendship circles and yeah, seeing yeah. About yeah, yeah, and then being yeah. like, oh yeah, that was cool. I'm I'm off buzzing here now. Yeah. Just being that um, dictaphone and just having it there to say, right, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting. It's um, there's a lot of pressure. I don't think a lot of some. It's quite quite people are quite private, aren't they? Mm. Not not knowingly that they are private. But yeah, like, that's, would, that's the trick. Just man. putting a little recording device there, people would would think free up. Yeah, open. They, yeah, they would, um, they would <laughs> be a lot of arrests. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Go on, then, just to be a little snob. Um, what do you want from a coffee? Oh, it's what do you, you don't... We'd start off with what you don't want <laughs> oh. and build into what you want. I'm um, guessing that um, burn. I get a, a little bit, a little bit. There's mm. a bitterness. The, the, what we came to the conclusion of was because it came with a, a strength guide. Mm. Out of 13, I don't know why, just for extra just knobheadness, I think. It came out of 13, not 10. Um, <laughs> and what we came to the conclusion was you don't want a strongly coffee taste of a coffee because that's what it's going to be in there anyway somewhere mm. it's what else you can taste with that mm. um they they were bringing in amaretto and stuff like that that wasn't it wasn't the best effort um we didn't like that and then there was one called cozy which 
It was just nice. It was sweet. Mm. It, it was it was uh, earthy. It was it Calming. was honestly yeah. It was honestly the, the stuff that we talk about on this podcast. I'm not going to give all the material here because yeah, yeah. I want the ship to go and <laughs> find my podcast. <laughs> um, Two podcasts in one. What do you want, guys? <laughs> um, but yeah, as, as an idea, the Nespresso thing. Like I'm going to probably go out and buy that coffee now. Mm. Um, so yeah, fair play from I, Nespresso. I did. Um, back to my traveling days <laughs> but bringing one, out a book everyone and another podcast <laughs> this was probably my favorite traveling part of australia it's called mm. the yarra valley okay and you're all on bikes and you're going through the woodland but then you go into different uh vineyards okay and this is all a bunch of backpackers they've yeah, got no money but yeah. we're like do you know what we're gonna be proper pretentious yeah today. yeah 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 <laughs> and we're all driving around with a bag of goon which is like really cheap wine yeah doing that and then having like hundred pound wines yeah, yeah. vineyard oh there's a beautiful moment where all these um koala bears just like were ha- having a little strut along and i was like this, this is, this <laughs> well, is australia jackets, coming out of one more. kept driving down riding down and then a kangaroo bounced across i was like this is Mental. this isn't a dream Mental. <laughs> but i learned doing that without a beep yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> hey, up. <laughs> I learned doing that. They don't actually infuse the wine with the taste that are on the back of the bottle. I thought when it says like blueberry or strawberry in that. No, surely not. I honestly not. thought right. it had that infused. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. It. Like a tea bag that they but, put in the wine. But there was just some way of like producing that no, taste. Yeah. I, I don't it's know just much... what connoisseurs are yeah. picking out. Yeah, isn't and it? it's, it's one of those where you just have to trust what they're saying because they apparently know more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marco, I struggle with Marco, that. Marco Pierre White always comes to mind for me I, mean, I, I really looked up looked at him for a while and like did a lot of research on him mm. uh, just like a three hour talk in uh, Oxford that yeah. was like my whole third year I like, just didn't do my dissertation just watched that in the library um, <laughs> did you go to Oxford? no 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 he was at Oxford <laughs> right. I, I went to Leeds University um <laughs> Oh, that's more that. my soul man yeah, yeah. <laughs> I nearly had to kick you right off this course <laughs> grabbed you in your hijack now you're like no too posh for me boy <laughs> um, but he, he he won all these mission stars and then mm. the next thing that you get is, a, is three mission stars and then at five red knives and forks is another mm. rating and he got to three stars and five red knives and forks so there's mm. only like I think he was the only restaurant in, in Britain to have that and then probably another like three in the world and then he'd carry that he carried on at that standard for another year and then he just packed it all in because he thought, I'm now making food for people that don't know how to rate it better than I'm doing it. So I'm now the most qualified one in the room. Mm. Um, and he just gave it up. So these <laughs> critics know less about food than I do. Yeah, And, yeah. and in, in some egotistical way, you can, you can, I think that's my thought process to do everything that I create. Mm. It's, it's you don't know what I want to make more than what I want to make mm. or what I'm happy with more than what I'm happy with. Things that are subjective yeah. are so hard to put a label on and quantify, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love MasterChef, but then sometimes I'm like, that looked rank or not, <laughs> not bothered about that. That would be incredible. Greg Gordon's cracking that out. That looked a bit that, rank, mate. <laughs> they've got this absolute masterpiece and then he, he eats it, but then makes this face like, oh, what yeah, have you no, just done? It's, like, it's not going it, to be like that. That's, that's the, I know, but that's the drama in theatre. I get it, you. Yeah. They've got to dramatise it, haven't yeah. they? We've gone, we did, well, that was a good path. That was coffee wine food back to the music back to the food that was subjectivity that was and you've got to go i've got work what, you, have you I've, re- got work? I've really got work and we, it's I an hour drive and it's an hour and a half to work we've slipped in the podcast somehow slipped Honestly, in guys you got the key for these handcuffs because I, re- I really need to go i really did like i looked through our conversation because i was like i've definitely said definitely i 100 <laughs> i was looking through like i've not mentioned a podcast at all well it's done <laughs> it i mean i've really enjoyed it though so uh, it's yeah, been lovely you. mate i yeah. think we could do this forever we could. We could. <laughs> I, I, it is a pleasure working with you i can't wait to have this track out I can't, I can't. we're gonna have a film out with yeah. it we're gonna be seeing lots more of each other yeah. this year 100 let's go wild man yeah. thank you so much for being here yeah. you know who he is go find him it's tpji on spotify and all the other platforms that you <laughs> want to find spoken him words gotta <laughs> rhyme all the time thank you very much mike you just did it <laughs> peace and love guys thank you for being a part of the old farm bus back of the bus sessions podcast if you want to be a part of this podcast get in touch dm me i want to meet people i want to grow let's have a good time see you soon <laughs>